Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Do or do not. There is no truth. You think that's air you're breathing in? Are you ready? Are you waking up? Because you're listening to the Urban Yogi Podcast with Will Blunderfield. Welcome back to the Urban Yogi Podcast. This is episode 78, and I have an extremely special guest for you today. Her name is Dr. Christiane Northrup. She's been on the show. She was on a few years ago to talk about her amazing book, Dodging Energy Vampires. And this past week, she was on to speak about the wisdom of menopause, newly revised and updated. I've been a big fan of Dr. Northrup ever since I saw her on the documentary film, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise L. Hay. And it was really, really, really exciting for me when she was in Vancouver and she heard my music while she was on a radio show talking about her upcoming uh, talk at the Queen Elizabeth Theatre. And long story short, I was invited to open for her. And I remember I got to sing Hallelujah uh, by Leonard Cohen. And it was just so epic. And I got to meet her backstage and she was just so sweet. And she's been so kind and knowledgeable and supportive over all of these years. She had me as a guest on her Hay House radio show called Flourish. And just any time we speak, I learn so much from her. And so it was really great to sit down with her and talk about what's going on in the world and her perspective on it. I really see her as a mentor, uh, a general, as we call her, of the warriors of the radical light. Dr. Christiane Northrup, MD, is a visionary pioneer in women's health. She's a board-certified OBGYN with more than 30 years of clinical experience former assistant clinical professor of OBGYN at the University of Vermont College of Medicine, and three-time New York Times best-selling author of Women's Bodies, Women's Wisdom, The Wisdom of Menopause, and Goddesses Never Age. In 2013, Reader's Digest named Dr. Northrup one of the 100 most trusted people in America. In 2016, she was named one of Oprah Winfrey's Super Soul 100, a group of leaders who are using their voices and talent to awaken humanity. And in 2020-2021, she was included in the Watkins Spiritual 100, a list of living people that make a unique and spiritual contribution on a global scale. Internationally known for her empowering approach, Dr. Northrup embraces medicine that acknowledges the unity of mind, body, emotions, and spirit, and teaches women to create health by tuning into their inner wisdom. After decades spent transforming women's understanding of their sacred bodies and processes, Dr. Northrup now teaches women to thrive at every stage of life. As a business owner, physician, former surgeon, mother, writer, speaker, and, according to Miriam Ava, PhD, a rebel, rock star, and authority on what can go right with a female body, Dr. Northrup acknowledges our individual and collective capacity for growth, freedom, joy, and balance. Dr. Northrup has also hosted eight highly successful public television specials, and her work has been featured on The Oprah Winfrey Show, The Today Show, NBC Nightly News, The View, Rachel Ray, Good Morning America, 2020, and The Dr. Oz Show, among many others. Don't miss Dr. Northrup's cutting-edge information. Join her worldwide community on drnorthrup.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Telegram at Dr. Christiane Northrup. 
During our interview, we spoke about the wisdom of menopause, her newly revised and updated version. Uh, We talked about creating physical and emotional health during this change, during this pivotal time in women's lives, and how the world itself is going through a type of perimenopause as we speak. We spoke about vaccinations. We spoke about vision damage. Uh, We got into the nitty gritty of like, what actually is this vaccine doing? We spoke about how women can protect themselves from people who have been vaccinated because there have been, unfortunately, mounting more and more cases of women and men just hanging around people who've received the jab and are now getting irregular periods, periods, waking up with bruises all over their bodies. Um, The list goes on uh, in terms of these symptoms that people who aren't even vaccinated are getting. So she talked a lot about how to, uh, you know, protect ourselves from that. And we also spoke about just the importance of existing in 5D, like bringing heaven to earth as if it's already here now. So not wallowing too much in fear, right? Promoting what we love instead of bashing what we hate. I hope you enjoy this interview with the one and only world-class, beautiful goddess, Dr. Christiane Northrup. So I am here with the beautiful Dr. Christiane Northrup. And I just thought it might be kind of cool if you'd be willing to offer some sort of little mini meditation uh, to sort of help set the tone for the interview, as well as something to help all of us elevate into 5D during this time. Absolutely. Okay, here's what I want you to do. Put your feet on the floor and your hands together, bringing the right and left hemispheres together, but in the prayer position. All right. Now, I want you to repeat after me. And everyone listening can do the same with my spirit, with my spirit and the help of the loving angels of the light and the help of the loving angels of the light. I focus divine love. I focus divine love throughout my system, throughout my system. I acknowledge the incredible upgrade that humanity is now going through Upgrade that humanity is now going through. And I ask, and I ask that this birth process that this birth process be as easy, be as easy and delightful, and delightful and comfortable and comfortable as possible, as possible. And I ask for this, and I ask for this with divine love, with divine love. According to the creator's will. According to the creator's will. Now take a breath in through your nose. Hold it and pulse it out through your nose. Unclasp your hands and put them either in front of you on a table or desk or right on top of your legs. And now what we're going to do is we're just going to breathe together for a minute or so here. Paying attention to any feelings that you have in your body, maybe a rush of energy, maybe tingling. Sometimes people find themselves coughing. That's as their fifth chakra clears. And pay attention to see if there's any, uh, I often will get soundtracks when I do this for individuals. So just breathe. Pay attention to the images that come up.
<laughs> I just got a scene from the River Wild with Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. So you can do this anytime. And this, I learned this from uh, Robert Fritchie uh, from nice. the worldserviceinstitute.org. And he has way, way, way more on the website of Healing with Divine Love, which is the most powerful force in the universe. It can change DNA. It can heal stage four brain cancer. It can uh, do anything. And frankly, that's where humans have to go at this point to get out of the 3D and 4D matrix in which the vast majority are currently trapped. And if you, and only from the third and fourth dimension, when you look what's going on, the natural response would be terror. But if you're in the fifth dimension, you go, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> you know, oh, well. it's, it's so interesting sitting for that minute after, it was the same sensation I get when I do Wim Hof. Oh, um, nice, nice. Yeah. Also, there's uh, Marcel Hoff. He's got, it's his younger brother. He does the Marcel Hoff method, which is basically, it's similar to Wim Hof, but that sort of feeling of divine golden white light around me and a universal oneness, a connection between all of us, that feels like an elevation that's so beautiful. So thank you. Yes, very mm -hmm. good, very good. So I've been loving your book, The Wisdom of Menopause. I've been listening to the audio version. Beautiful. It's amazing. Like I, I'm not going through menopause, but I really resonate with it. Well, um, humanity is going through perimenopause, really. I mean, I, everyone is going through whatever this is on a microscopic level or an individual level. That's what humanity is going through. And I'm imagining that's what you tapped into. Thank you. Because I started to cry as I was listening to certain parts of it. And I was like, wow, this is resonating with me on a deep level. And you were talking about how at a time when you had the fibroid uh, mm. to shrink it, you took the GnRH agonist uh, to block the production of estrogen and progesterone, putting you into a temporary menopause-like state. And then you said in the book, after years and years of down-regulating my personal truth to make myself acceptable to my husband and to every authority figure like him in medical school, I simply couldn't keep still another moment. And I was like, whoa, that's what I feel like in my life. Yes. So yeah, it's amazing how that was sort of prompted by this agonist. Um, yeah, because what happens when you when you change the the brain hormonally like that, the FSH and LH go way up. And in the state of stress, stress hormones, epinephrine, cortisol, and sometimes yes or no, alcohol and sugar, you will create more stress hormones. But at, at this point, people are at a point now on the planet where if you can't see what's going on, I don't know what to tell you. You won't be listening to me anyway, so that's fine. I'm not going to chase you into a burning building and I'm not gonna let you trample me while you run for the cliff. Right. So therefore, if you, everyone I think, and especially when we talk to each other in this way, we encourage each other to tell our own truth. So I have a couple women in my, I have a completely informal group that we call ourselves the Warriors of the Radical Light. Just We just started organically last year as I was doing a, a video daily. And so many of us were getting canceled and we were called racist and white supremacist. And I'm looking around like, okay, I don't know when that happened. And, um, 
you know, all, all the rest of it. And, uh, you know, and then these hit pieces in the mainstream media on someone who'd been uh, respected for many, many years, but not anymore. And, you know, and by the way, who wants to be respected by those people? I mean, if you're still respected by those people, you're doing something wrong. But anyhow, so a couple of those women, one started her own blog where she's just telling the truth about uh, women who are addicted to men. She said, you cannot be a man junkie and call yourself a feminist. You can't do it. You can't do that Tinder lifestyle swipe, swipe. So, okay, so look, <laughs> totally. You know, like you can't, we can't do that. And and so she got, because of our just nightly check-in and believe me, it's not a Patreon, it's nothing. I just did it out in plain sight on Facebook. I, I lost okay. my Instagram channel. Um, I saw that. Yeah, but I got a new one, you know. I mean, what, what do we- What's your Telegram handle for people listening? Is it oh, T. Telegram is um, Dr. Christian Northrup. No, it's it's. Let me see what it is here. Uh, T.me. No worries. Dot, T.me slash Dr. Christian Northrup. That's I it. Yeah, I think that's it. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Now that's where I tell the truth. It's always fun to have a channel where you can just tell the truth. Yes. And then what I do is, you know, I do my little a little um, singing. We're trying to work on our fifth chakra. You know, so I love I'm, your singing. I heard you oh, playing the harp and singing together. It was so beautiful. You oh, and Anne. You. I had Anne on the show, and she sang, and it was beautiful as well. You both have awesome voices. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Well, I'm getting mine back by doing it. You know, I just it's 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 like um, what is the most radical thing that we can do right now? We can live as though it is heaven on earth now, because that is available now. Thank you. And, you know, so that when you, when you sing, when you use your voice, when we stand on the earth, when we get out in the sun, then we are becoming the vibration that's gonna flip the whole script when yes. enough of us do this. How are things out there in Vancouver at this time? It's a little bit intense. It's not as intense as Ontario. They're in like a crazy, crazy lockdown. Yeah, they uh, are. Yeah. All of my yoga classes have been canceled, but it's been a blessing for me personally, because then it gave me the opportunity to study the multi-orgasmic man with Montauk Chia. And uh, I think it's amazing. How did you, did you do that with an online course? Actually, this is the first time because of the lockdowns that Montauk has actually been teaching people on Zoom. So I yeah. got to study him on Zoom. And uh, he's like, must be 85 now. And he looks so vibrant, just like you, so alive. He does, and it's, yeah. It's just amazing. And that's what I love about your work is it encourages people to really take what the dominator system would say is not a good thing, like menopause, and flip it and show it for what it truly is, which is really an accessing of a deeper wisdom. That's um, right. He said, regarding menopause, as these hormone uh, changes affect the brain, they give a woman a sharper eye for inequity and injustice and a voice that insists on speaking up about them. In other words, they uncover hidden wisdom and the courage to voice it. For those of us who choose to honor the body's wisdom and to express what lies within us, it's a good idea to get ready for some boat rocking, which may put long established relationships in upheaval. That really resonated with me. Oh, and, and it's just true. I mean, when, when you have been a little bit outside of the mainstream, which you have been, and I have certainly been. We are here as wisdom keepers. We have a part of the story that the mainstream is not 
sharing. So I've always thought that I was bringing something to the practice of medicine that was missing. And I didn't need to trash the rest of it, but I just needed to bring in this other part. Yes. Then I learned that all, uh, when you step outside, when you go beyond the pale, in any group you're in, in any group you're in, you get wounded. You're, the tribal members wanna keep you in the, inside the pale. And this is the work of Dr. Mario Martinez. So all tribes wound their members in three ways. And a tribe is a family group, a church group. Um, look at what's happened to the yoga community uh, over this. It is, um, it's just insane. The people that I thought were my people um, suddenly I'm being canceled by not only them, but, you know, publishers and relationships that I've had for 30 years. It's like suddenly I'm radioactive. Well, so that goes into the um, three ways that society wounds you, your family, and that is betrayal, abandonment, shame. And those things, once you've established your connection with source and you know that you're okay then those things don't work any longer to control you and right. i know that you and i are both at that level it's like what else are you going to say about me i mean you don't you don't like what i'm saying i got a letter the other day you know you should be ashamed of yourself you've brought this on yourself you are a disgrace to where you went to medical school and it, it's wow. like who writes this stuff I mean, exactly. like really, 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 it, you, it, when, here's the thing that I want everyone to know, when you cannot have a civil discourse about any subject, then you are under some kind of fundamentalist thought police system. And mm -hmm. that's where we are currently. Yes. You can't even ask a question. You can't even ask, you know, geez, the atrazine and the glyphosate in the food, could it be contributing to more gender dysphoria and more homosexual expression? You just can't ask it. Otherwise, they attack you. That, that, that's exact. Or, or um, Kachi Anand, this wonderful person who's been part of my community, has been uh, and, and uh, yoga teacher forever. And uh, she started to stand up for women's based gender rights. And the attacks on her have been unbelievable because you know, and I know that um, people will take advantage. I mean, I don't know if you saw that picture from South Dakota. It was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. So it's um, the girls basketball team in high school, right? And the girls are all like five, four, five, five. And then there's giant six foot two guy who's saying that he identifies as a woman. Yes. Uh, well, my sister was on the U.S. ski team years ago, and uh, she said there was a, a woman named Erica Schinninger, and the next season, the next racing season, World Cup season, uh, she came back and uh, Erica was Eric, or it was maybe the opposite, whatever it was. But, you know, one year she was racing with the men's team and the next year racing with the women's team. But that's before the transgendered situation became forced. It's forced. We know that every, every tribe has had people who go between the worlds, transgendered yes. people. And they were always considered very highly evolved 
people who became shamans because they had both. Mm -hmm. But now, like you said, it's manipulated. I remember thinking long time ago that when the frogs in the ponds in Northern Maine had ambiguous genitalia and you didn't know what was what, yeah. well, that was probably happening to humans too, but you can't say that. And that's just right. crazy. You can't even say this might have an effect in the same way that you could not say to a public health official, wearing a mask all day is a really bad idea for human health. Oh, you don't care about anyone else. Yeah, it's like you're a danger to, wow, wow. I mean, the, it, down is up, up is down. And, yes. it's, and we're at a point where uh, there is um, separating the wheat from the chaff within individual families, people that you mm -hmm. have been friends with maybe your whole life. Yes. Suddenly we're at the great bifurcation, you know? Yes. Yeah, and you and still you know, love them, but they're not going with you. <laughs> that's the thing. I go for the low-hanging fruit around my family, and then I know I've got my chosen family around me. I have a Germanic New Medicine tribe, for example, here in Vancouver. We meet, you know, there's 10 of us, and we have nice dinners, and we hug, no masks, once a week. So then oh, I feel safe and supported going into my family, who's a little bit more sort of in the matrix. That's exactly um, what you do. Yes. And you having taking the filter off completely and just speaking what I believe to be the truth over the last year, especially has given me the courage to do the same in my own way and speaking about atrazine and showing the clinical studies done on the anal genital distance and how it's shorter and how sometimes women who have just a little bit of atrazine in their system while they're pregnant, the baby boy's penis isn't fully formed or sometimes only one testicle has come down. And what I find, and you told me this on the last time we, we spoke on the podcast, was um, if it becomes a character assassination, you just block them because your yeah. Facebook page is your kingdom. And so I was like, okay, that's a really great way to frame it. And you said something this past year one night, because I've been tuning into your nightly check-ins, uh, General Northrop. And you said, <laughs> I've, had to, <laughs> I've had to block and ban people, not because my heart wanted to ban them, but because of my own increasing self-respect and cherishing of self. And that just hit home like, wow. And I actually memorized it like a mantra and it's made me feel so much better about setting boundaries online. So thank you. <laughs> you're, you're very welcome. And that is, you know, at this point, there are trolls over on Telegram. You know, trolls, uh, Telegram was just is a very wonderful open channel. And there is of course a movement to infiltrate telegram but it's always easy easy to follow them they use the same it's you know it's shaming it's uh, all of this stuff and i used to love you what happened to you you're crazy you know it's like it, it you get to the point where there there's no charge whatsoever you don't try to argue you don't try to give them studies you don't try to bring them over to your side and you know when i wrote dodging energy vampires in <laughs> my Bible. This I is know. my Bible. Yeah, well, because so you're an old soul empath. And, I, and so, uh, you know, we're giving everybody the benefit of the doubt, except for ourselves, except right. for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're so silly. Aren't we so adorable for being so human? I think so. I'm I so think lovable. So. 
Um, yeah. You also said, don't feed the darkness, but don't let them get away with anything either. And that's a good, that's sort of a good way to frame it. And I was going to ask you this later in the interview, but you know how you're part of millions against medical mandates. Yeah. How did choose that title versus millions for medical freedom? Freedom. This was interesting. I've asked Maureen who started it. Uh, I've asked this, many people have asked her this. And um, that was what they came up with apparently at the time that they founded this. It is not a name I ever would have chosen. You know, what I say is, um, you know, I'm here to teach you everything that can go right with the female body. And I've invented a language of women's health. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a group that I love, Health Freedom for Humanity, which is, that. you know, Dr. Tommy and uh, Jeff Weitzman and yes. uh, Zach, you know, it's a great group, great group, uh, Joe Lee. And that's a better title, Health Freedom for Humanity. Yeah, millions against, when you're against something, um, then that's more energy whatever. However, the good news is mamm.org, people can remember it. <laughs> so, remember. Yeah, ma'am. So that kind of <laughs> that kind of works, you know, and at this point with, yeah. uh, you know, the website's been redone and all that. So I guess, but I felt the same. Remember Mothers Against Drunk Driving way back. Yeah. They yes. actually were quite successful. So, but, but in general, we don't want to say what we're against. We want to say what we're for. So it would have been better, I think, millions for medical freedom. But okay. the mandates, yeah, the mandates are, you know, all over the place. And it, it began just before all these mandates started arising. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's so interesting is when you follow the trajectory of 2020, March of 2020, I was testifying in front of the legislature in the state of Maine. And then January of 2021, I was testifying again on Zoom with four other doctors and the legislature passed the the rules that everyone needed a flu shot, any, every healthcare worker, they passed it anyway, it, it, even though it's illegal. All wow. of it's illegal. Now, Governor DeWine of Ohio is giving out a million dollar drawing for those who get the the shot the vaccine the incentive that is so illegal it is so illegal thank you for standing up for i know it's it's hard being on the front lines but thank you i'm vaccine injured you know the mmr vaccine caused a strabismus when i was six months of age i didn't put it all together until you had recommended to watch uh, 1986 the act by dr andrew wakefield i watched that and i went all my I lined up all my baby pictures. Why at six months did the eye did I look severely autistic all of a sudden? Was I dropped? Well, I lined up all the baby photos with all the vaccines that I got at the different ages. Well, sure enough, a week after the eyes go severely cross or within a week. Wow. And um, it's it's just so it's so sad. So anyway, I'm, I'm totally on board with um, everything that, that you talk about. And also I can't say the person's name, but somebody very, very, very dear to me just got the first dose of the Pfizer. Mm. And, uh, two days later was going for a run and fell and broke their arm in multiple places. 
emergency room, two surgeries to try to set the bone. They couldn't set it now, pins and plate surgeries. Then we was going to go over and see them. This was about five days after the injection. And what happens to them? Well, they're on their way to the emergency room again, to a specialized emergency room because they're losing their vision. And I did some research and I saw that vitreous detachments and vitreous floaters are one of the major common uh, side, side effects of the Pfizer. And so I, I showed them the research and they just couldn't go there. They, they even couldn't said, go there. That's can't right. Go there. And so it's, it's, it's difficult. And then you look at people like Abraham Hicks, who I just adored. I even wrote a song called The River based on their teachings. And I don't know if you saw this, but at the end of her transmission a few months ago, she says, and this is Esther, we are just so grateful for this vaccine. And uh, there's millions of non-physical scientists and doctors who are just applauding that everybody is going to get injected with this vaccine. And I was like, did Abraham just say that? I saw that. And that, this is what I'm talking about. You know, Mark Hyman, all of the uh, functional medicine doctors mm -hmm. are touting this. And right. it, Andrew Weil. Andrew Weil, listen, people, all you need to do is look in the medical literature. I mean, Sherry Tenpenny has the 20 mechanisms of injury that are associated with these shots. And that's mm -hmm. an ebook available at Baxter, V A X X T E R.com. And uh, that once, you know, she said what it is, is that no doctors are willing to take the time to look at the medical literature. And you and I both know that no one's putting together the vaccine injuries of all these children. We now have 54% of children have a chronic illness. I mean, peanut allergy, where did that came from? That came from all these vaccines. Some little kids are getting six in, in the same day. Oh Pediatricians God. are nothing more than vaccine administrators now. It's like a Yelp rating. Um, how many shots you give determine how good a pediatrician you are. Or as Dr. Larry Pilevsky said, there is no longer a profession of pediatrics. There is not. It's no. just giving shots. And then when the kid gets injured, then the doctor says, that's a coincidence. Whereas with COVID, if you fall out of a plane and the parachute doesn't open, that's a COVID death. So we have an entirely different um, standard here. And again, like your friend, they can't see it. So it's, it's uh, in a way you have to say this eugenics program is certainly working uh, because the people who can see it are, are the only ones who are gonna be left. Right. It's like, as you say, when the lemmings start running for the cliff, get out of the way so you don't get trampled. That's all we can do. That is all we can do because otherwise what happens, you become like that crazy person in the asylum, you know, way back who was just put there by her husband to get her out of the way so he could marry someone else. And she's like, you know, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy until you become crazy. So at right. this point, you know, I'm not trying to convince anyone of anything, nor would I ever, by the way, would I ever prevent someone from getting whatever treatment they want. That's okay. Yep. But when I'm started to be, when I'm treated like a leper because I have refused to take an experimental biologic injection, um, really? See, because if you can say to someone, I completely respect your choice to get this, 
Will you respect my choice to not? And generally the answer is no, I will not. We will not respect your choice because this is the narrative because you're harming others. Right. Because we're never going to reach herd immunity until you stop being selfish. <laughs> this is the dumbest. The it's argument so is so dumb that I I really don't know what to say. I and like, I, you know, you shared you shared the meme um, one night. Um, it shouldn't be about focusing on being less black or being less white. We should focus <laughs> on being less stupid. Right. That was one of my favorites. <laughs> that was so awesome. That was so good. <laughs> Uh, this is a book that I've been reading, and I saw that you wrote praise for it. Um, oh, yeah. I always think that circumcision was a procedure with roots at a level much deeper than that of a mere medical procedure. Finally, Ronald Goldman has written a courageous book that makes the strongest possible case for abandoning circumcision once and for all for the health of all of us, men and women alike. And uh, I totally agree with you. And it's almost like the dominator system the patriarchy, whatever we want to call it, the matrix, they deliberately wound us in the root when we're born through vaccinations and through circumcision or even premature forced forcible retraction, which is what happened oh, God, to me. Yes. Oh, yeah. Right. And I like how you say it's like a, a kitten's eyelids or like a fingernail. It's not meant to be ripped off. So anyway, um, it seems like there's a deliberate way that they they wound us in the root. And then they wound us in the crown chakra through fluoridation and chemtrails and heavy metals. So we're just operating from ego. So I feel like a lot of the work you do and what I do through music and teaching these multi-orgasmic practices to reconnect to the root. You talk about how the high heart is here, the low heart is the anus, sex, organ, and navel, and how if we want as men and women to regain our power, we have to go to the place in our body where we've been the most traumatized, which tends to be the vagina and the penis. Absolutely, absolutely. And with with men, you know, we're gaining on that. I think the current rate of circumcision is 60%. When I was doing them, it was uh, 99%. I mean, I, I did everything I knew to talk people out of it. And mm -hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. So it's not unlike this. This is a, remember the getting the COVID shot is another, it's a ritual. And these are very powerful rituals. Like the circumcision is a ritual and, and it's bloodletting and it's, I mean, it's horrible. I will never, ever, ever do them again. And I like to say that my intactivism is penance for the number that I, that I did. Um, mothers wouldn't come in. I mean, this is the other thing. It's like, okay, you want this done to your baby boy, but you won't come in to comfort him because they knew darn well, we don't want the imprint of mom in there while you're mutilating him and right. sacrificing a normal organ so that he quote, looks like his father. Frankly, any man who's that egoic, who, you know, where he needs his son, oh, come on, get out of here. Really, if he's if he's that egoic, you know, it might be time to reconsider your choice or, of a father. I, I like how you said one time, um, you know, uh, look, I'm like daddy, pull it back. Look, I'm like yep. me. Look That's right. Like so simple. So, so simple. it's easier than having to perform a, a bogus a blood ritual. And I would say the energy vampires who promote masking and forced vaccination are the same energy vampires who are promoting 
circumcision, wouldn't you say? I, I think you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Circumcision in the United States was championed by uh, Kellogg of Kellogg's cornflakes as a way to prevent masturbation. And he poured carbolic acid over little girls. That's horrible. I heard yeah. Yeah, on the clitoris as a way to stop them from self, self-love, self-pleasure. Yeah. yeah. Now, at the same time, I just learned that Kinsey, who, who is the basis for sex education, was a, a horrible pedophile. Really? And so, yes. And so the sex education that we have been teaching young people, and you know, they've changed now sex education in the California schools, they're teaching anal sex to four and five-year-olds as really? a sexual orientation. Yeah. And the kids are too young. Oh, you can't, too young that. yeah, you can't do this. Yeah. So if you, um, and then also in the Waldorf system, there's a whole, um, now they've been overtaken by the really? darkness. Yeah. Awesome. So that they're having puppet shows with, uh, you know, like a six-year-old in the puppet show being asked, are you, do you feel like a boy or a girl? like introducing wow. the transgendered agenda yeah. to school children at, at that age. It's really sad, those- especially because Steiner, who created the Waldorf system, he was all about natural coming back to earth, Demeter certified. And I would, I mean, I would venture to say if he was still alive, he'd say, well, how about we focus on getting the pesticides, the heavy metals, the xenoestrogens. There's that show, uh, the disappearing male documentary on YouTube about how we just don't know what all these plastics are doing to our baby boys in terms of gender dysphoria. And like, I used to think I was gay, but then I realized I was being poisoned by atrazine, Monsanto, uh, glyphosate, these things. And now I would say I'm what we would call soul sexual. You know, I can see the beauty in a female or a male. And so for me, I'm really passionate, even though I get a lot of hate for it, and just saying, hey, let's try getting the um, the poisons out of us. Like my sort of holy trinity that I use to help men is superfood nutrition and detoxification, sexual kung fu, like Montauk Chia, multi-orgasmic man stuff, and um, semen retention. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. All over the place. So they don't even know who they are because you can't really feel that potency within you. But when you start to hold it in a little bit, it's not about never ejaculating, but just, you know, extending it. So you're not doing it like six times a day, like a lot of my clients were before, maybe uh-huh. twice, a, twice a month. And then you're just like, whoa, like I feel like a dude and I want to impregnate a beautiful woman. You have that. Yes, yes. that's the gift. That's yeah. the, the giving, the masculine giving. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, this is one of, I'm friends with Kevin Jenkins of the Urban Global Health Alliance. And he said, the agenda is to get rid of virile black males right so you know so then we've got all this cult you know cultural stuff with you know baby daddies where someone's got you know three different children with three different baby daddies don't get me started on that crap it's like stop it women need to here at the same time you see women need to rise up in their own sovereignty. So they're not gonna let someone who is not a protector, someone who is masculine to protect and serve, they're not gonna let anyone other than that into this temple. Right. Yeah, so here's what I'm thinking. What's happening, if you think about it, with the powers that have been running the planet, but are now being taken out. 
they were anti-human, anti-life, anti-male, anti-female, anti-fertility, anti-organic agriculture, just Mm -hmm. anti-life. So the people who will be left, the people who are questioning this, the people like you and me, the parents who don't give the kids 72 vaccines by the age of 18, these are going to be the people who are the pop populating the new earth. Right. It's going to be a whole different genetic group. The, the go- I call it the golden DNA because the women I'm around do not want the semen of a vaccinated man in their bodies. I don't want the blood. If I were ever to need blood, we are going to need whole different systems while this other one dies out. Yes. And one of my community members asked to ask you, can you talk about vaccines transmitting and causing miscarriage? And then also in males, like causing an infertility or a decrease in sperm health and motility. Is it one vaccine or specifically all of them that are doing this? Uh, A dear friend of mine is 12 weeks pregnant and her parents and her brother just got the shot. She has told them that she could not see them for four weeks, but she would love a more concrete recommendation from you. Well, first of all, she's smart to at least give it four weeks. Nobody knows once you've been injected, and it doesn't matter which one, by the way, they're all horrible. They're all mRNA. They are all there to inject you with 50 billion spike proteins. Wow. Each shot has 50 billion spike proteins. And then those, the mRNA then goes into your system. It's a recipe and it has your body producing an antibody to those spike proteins. And both the spike protein and the antibody are equally destructive and they can attack uh, testicular tissue, ovarian tissue, placental tissue, and, uh, and 28 other different human tissues. The, the, you know, the, the director of public health from India Uh, you might've seen this where he took the vaccine to show people how safe it was and died the next day. Died the next day within 24 hours. Yeah, within 24 hours. So that's very common, but it's not getting reported. It's not. So the doctors don't don't believe it. And then there's this cultural trance, safe and effective. Anyway, the experience that we are having and uh, MAM, M-A-M-M.org has put together a very scientific survey instrument. We're getting it run through an IRB institutional review board, all of this to do it absolutely right. This We need to gather this data. Women are going to their doctors with miscarriages, with um, men are having testicular swelling. They're having blood from their urethra. They're having erectile dysfunction. This is all happening just from being around people who have recently had the shot. And we don't know how long the body is going to be a factory for these spike proteins and these antibodies. We don't know. We do know that they are transmitting something. In the, in the Pfizer documents, they made sure that no pregnant women were included. Okay, so you couldn't be pregnant to get the Pfizer shot. Then on page 67 of this document, it says, if you're gonna be in this clinical trial, you cannot get anyone pregnant within the within seven weeks. And the women were told, wow. do not get pregnant in, within seven weeks. Well, what do they know? And they said, no skin contact. 
with someone who's, you know, uh, that could possibly get pregnant. So what we know is, and we do, by the way, it is the, it is the spike protein that's causing the problem. Whether you got that through a natural COVID thing that, you know, quite frankly, I think it's an artificial gain of function, much weaker than they intended it to be. But I think that's what's making people sick. They've never isolated a natural virus, but we do know that this spike protein sequence uh, can make people sick depending upon their state of health. Because remember, there's many, many, many people that never had anything happen. So it is clear that the body is transmitting something through urine, feces, blood, sexual fluids, sweat, skin to skin contact, and just breathing the air out. How long is this gonna last? We don't know. So one of my friends in Quebec City just said um, her own daughter is, I don't know, 13 or 14. And she said, I wanna get pregnant someday. So I'm not going to visit my grandparents. I love them. Uh but they have made a poor decision. And you know, um, Dr. Steve, I think it's Dr. Steve Baker in Boise, Idaho, chiropractor. He just came out with a statement because he has pregnant front office people. And he said, I'm just not gonna let any vaccinated oh, yes. people in. Yes, because, I've seen He's awesome. Yeah, because it's, I, I can't live with myself and we just don't know. So I think that in general, as much as possible, you want to stay away if you're pregnant or if you want to get pregnant. I understand that that is not possible for a lot of women where their job is to work in a hospital or whatever it is. So what do you do in that case? We know that being afraid plummets immunity. So you need to get in a, again, we're back into the high fifth dimensional state where you know that you are creating your reality. I was listening to Gene Decode today and he said, whatever you give your attention to is what you are creating. So if you believe that you're going to be in the matrix and humans are going to be enslaved and that's all you're focusing on, that is what will be your reality. He said, this isn't a belief, this is physics. So what you do is you focus on all the amazing things that have been happening. Like I'm meeting doctors I never would have met before, people I never would have met. I have a whole new soul tribe, just like you do, where we have dinners, we do things together. We um, don't wear masks. We just don't buy into any of it. We have now in our group, 600 homeschool children. We're having our own prom, our own baseball games, you know, so the kids don't wow. have to wear masks. And that's in a very locked down state. It's that's a very awesome. locked down state. So you can do that because, well, first of all, all the mandates and all the rest of it are illegal. They're completely illegal. I don't know what's happening in Canada to that wonderful Polish pastor in uh, Alberta who they just put into jail. Yeah. I, um, I saw that he was yeah, basically arrested on the highway like a criminal, like in the middle yeah. of the, it was very dangerous. It was like totally Gestapo. Um, I just want to quickly ask you about the, if you know about the AstraZeneca, you know, I, I remember telling a certain family member that these are not actual vaccines. And then this family member said, well, no, AstraZeneca is an actual vaccine and it's not like the mRNA. 
but I kind of thought, I don't know. All I know is it's causing blood clots in a lot of people. Well, yeah, it's causing many blood clots. As you know, there are whole places in England that have stopped it. They're mm -hmm. all mRNA vaccines. They're now, all mRNA. Yeah, this is an adenovirus vector. It's so okay. interesting. Here's the thing. If it's right on the website of Big Pharma or the CDC or is on television, just assume it's a lie. Just okay. assume it's a lie. I mean, yes. I love how people are going through, well, you know, I'll get the J&J &J one. I'll get the Johnson because that's just one shot. So that should be safer. Actually, that's the worst one. Right. So the adenovirus vector, that adenovirus is not from a human. And they mm -hmm. don't core out the whole thing to stick in the mRNA. So mm -hmm. you're getting some kind of transspecies DNA. And that adenovirus in and of itself can damage hum human tissue. Wow. And so there's all these mechanisms. It makes your head spin. It's like a witch's brew. It's like they call what we're into alternative, but really what they're doing is alternate to what is native to the human species. And it's like a crazy satanic witch's brew. That is exactly right. And apparently they have changed. They have, they have added four to five more patents that weren't there before, because when it's under EUA, emergency use authorization, they can add as many patents and much as stuff as they want to. Oh Once gosh. it is FDA, and it's never been FDA approved. Right. I just saw this thing where it was FDA authorized to give it to 12 to 15 year olds. It's not approved, it's authorized. So this, it's this, you know, it's this mind language where when you go back in movies, you see the predictive programming, like the mm -hmm. Matrix. You see it. You yes. can't not see it. Or all the contagion movies and documentaries that came out on Netflix right before the lockdown. Yes. Crazy. So yep. crazy. Yes. But critical thinking and, and really realizing how powerful you are as a human. Remember what Jesus said. These things and more you shall do also. When Jesus walked by sick people, they got up and walked. They were fine. Right. We have that kind of power. We yes. have it, but we have been talked out of it. We've been slaves. We've been enslaved in our egos, in our third dimensional thinking. And so we have to get out of it. But the attack surface for propaganda is much larger in people who've had a lot of Western education. So all yeah. the people at McGill and Harvard and Brown and Yale, they're the most brainwashed people there are. Yes. Oh, I, I, I agree with you. There are certain people in my family, so I, I agree with you. Well, you will be happy to hear last time I was talking about how I was healing my cavity naturally without getting a, a filling. Yes. And I did it. I did it. Oh my God. That is so good. Yes. I bought this book by Nadine Artemis. I'm not sure if you've heard of her, but she has this company called Living Libations. It's got amazing skincare products, all organic, natural. You'd love it. And she also makes amazing toothpastes that are fluoride free, of course. Yeah. And so I had her on the podcast a few years ago. I said, Nadine, is it possible to heal a cavity? And she said, oh, yeah, definitely. Just follow, try following my eight steps in my book, Holistic Dental Care. So I did religiously for a couple of years. I didn't go to the dentist because I was scared to see, you know. So yeah. I stayed with the dentist. I went to a beautiful hygienist once a year just for a little checkup. And I went to the dentist uh, three weeks ago for the first time in three years. And he said, he looked at my teeth and he did the x-rays, everything that you could possibly do. He said, you don't have a cavity. And I went, yes. 
That's and it great. was a big cavity. It was big. Like I remember the dentist sticking his probe in. It was gut. It was like spongy. It was gross. Ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah. So, so it is possible to heal cavities and the whole vaccine injury thing. I didn't realize there's something called vision therapy, which is basically occupational therapy for the eyes. Yes. So I had surgery at a year old to try to fix the strabismus that was caused by the vaccine. It didn't quite work. So I've only been able to really see out of one eye at a time. So I'm looking at you with my left eye and I'm looking at you with my right eye. You can see how it turns in. They, yeah. The surgery didn't fix the, it didn't give me binocular vision. Okay. So now I'm using vision therapy to create, bi, to cultivate binocular vision along with something called photosyntonic light therapy, which is where you wear these different colored goggles and they trigger a healing in the brain. So I just wanted to share that because I know you're all about what can go right with the body. That's and, great. Yeah, it's really fun. It's like, uh, like working out the eyes. So, right. so it's really, it's really, really fun. But I just want to get back to your amazing book. Uh, you say this is sort of where I was listening uh, to the book this morning. You say that the brain catches fire. Yeah. Uh, at menopause, sometimes I feel like my brain's catching fire during this this great awakening. So I could resonate. What do you mean? By that? Yeah. What I mean by that is that suddenly, because of the hormonal shifts, the amygdala and the basal forebrain become more active. And that's where your pain from the past is stored. The amygdala is like ancient, you know, anger and all of that, all the stuff that you, you couldn't say because of the shock. So let's think of it. The shock of being a six months old, you can see fine. You go in, you get the shot. Next thing you know, well, that's trauma. That's trauma. What do you do with that when everyone around you is denying that that even is a possibility? What happens with that is when the trauma is not acknowledged, validated, and released in the moment, it becomes what Eckhart Tolle calls the pain body. And right. the pain body is a semi-autonomous being that feeds on fear and anger and all the rest of it. So we all come to perimenopause, you know, which is, um, by the way, the Chiron return is age 52. So everyone feels like they're dying at age 52. But during the perimenopause, you have age 42 is the Uranus opposition. And that's when there's an, in men and women. And that's when the soul really starts to call. And the pain body if you're staring at it straight on, wants to be fed. It wants to be fed. It's like, feed me. So, so you're going to, you want to tell your story over and over and over. And you, you've got to have your past validated. But the only way to get rid of a pain body is to not feed it and to be present with it, just to be present with it so that you eventually it's no longer fed and you integrate it into your being. I did a lot of work with Doris E. Cohen for seven years on dreams. Mm -hmm. And she has on her website, an amazing exercise that's so powerful. And it's the seven steps of rebirth, Dr. Doris E. Cohen, nice. Dr. Doris E. Cohen, seven steps of rebirth. And she has you go into a magic garden yes. and, you know, picking a number from one to 10. That is so powerful. It's so powerful because you're going back to identify the place in time where you were traumatized 
and you didn't have an adult around you to just be with you so that you could transform that. No, usually you were told, suck it up, um, you're okay, whatever it was, instead yes. of just being present with, with the child. So that's what we have to do. So we now at perimenopause, we have to grow up our own wounded child. That's the work. Well, the amygdala and the basal forebrain are going to bring that up because of the stress hormones associated with the change in estrogen and progesterone levels, because they're up and down and up and down. And, you know, the whole brain is changing in service of your soul to bring it up to your attention. So Love you that. have two choices. You can say, oh, you know, it's just me. It's my hormones. Isn't it horrible to be a woman? Oh my God, my body is a lemon. And that's what the mainstream really, really likes to support. At, yeah. the, at 50, you know, now in, in medicine, age 50, okay, now you need your colonoscopies. You need your, uh, you need your statin drugs. You need your mammograms. You need, you need, you need, you need, because it's the beginning of the end. That's what they teach you. And that will be the truth if the only God in your life is the God of big pharma and modern medicine. And let's take a look at all of these priests, pastors, ministers who shut down their churches and now turned them into vaccination centers. Wait a minute. You're, you said you're Christian. The last time I checked, didn't Christ heal the sick? Where, yeah. What am I missing? What am I missing here? I mean, talk about selling out, but then, you know, a lot of sex trafficking takes place through churches. So mm -hmm. we know that's been, they've been completely infiltrated. But anyhow, all that, your truth, it comes up, you can't push it down anymore because the it's like the wiring has, the insulation is off the wires and it's going to come out. It's just going to oh. come out unless you do what modern medicine would have you do, which is you go in and you get drugged. You go in and you get on psych meds. Oh, I'm depressed. I'm angry. Well, I would be too, if I had that stuff happen to me that happened to you. So guess what? You have the capacity to heal it. And that's what uh, Dr. Kelly Brogan's work is all about. I love you know, the, Yeah, the psychiatrist. So, um, okay. you know, you don't have a Prozac or Zoloft deficiency at menopause. Right. So yeah. what does menopause actually refer to <laughs> that hormonal change combined with other things? Menopause is quite literally the final menstrual period, which is in most North American women, that's age 52. But you tend to go through it about the same time that your mother did. Some people are going through it at 60. But the perimenopause is that mm -hmm. six to 13 year time when your hormones are all over the place. You skip ovulations and you're between the worlds. So I call it adolescence in reverse. Nice. You know, it's the same stormy, stormy emotions that you had at 12, 13. Yes. They come back. But the difference now is that you generally have a driver's license, a bank account, and you got some skills. You, I mean, you didn't at 12. You're just angry at your parents. You know, you're not giving me the right life. But now you know, you've had some time to figure it out. I see. Yeah. What are, uh, what are your thoughts on hormone replacement and should every woman consider it? 
Uh, nope, nope, you don't need to consider it. It very much depends upon the state of health of your adrenals when you go into the process. And if they're shot from never sleeping and eating crap and all the rest of it, you're going to have to do some adrenal rehab. Uh, and then very often you will not need hormones if your adrenals are in good shape because the adrenals and the ovaries are very tightly connected. Now, there are what I would say to most women, if they're having hot flashes and 80% of women do, and then they're not sleeping, you want to do something so that you can sleep. Now you can do melatonin, you can do the herbal product, Peraria Morifica that I came up with. So I have a company that um, brings over from Thailand, the right stuff. It contains a phytoestrogen that binds to the beta estrogen receptor. So it's not associated with abnormal growth of the uterus or the breast or anything like that. So that's a good choice. Now, many women are real happy with bioidentical hormones, just like those that match your body. And there's good data on that. And, um, but most, a lot of women don't need that. If you, I, I'd start, here's the way I do it. Everyone's going to have to do exercise and diet and get it ramped up and do do better on that score because yes. your body will deteriorate only to the extent that you allow it to happen okay you can always build more muscle you can always become more flexible you can always 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 do those things mm -hmm. um so then I would start with an herbal product like the Prairie Marifica or the Black Quahosh. Some women are just using essential oils and doing beautifully. So do that, don't suffer. And then only if you need to, would I go to prescription hormones. First of all, because that means you gotta go in and uh, see someone, um, maybe get your blood tested, make sure that the levels aren't too high. That Anything to me that involves a regular visit to the medical profession is something that I would like to avoid because if COVID has done anything, I mean, you know, I have a friend now who has a family member in an ICU and she's terrified that they're gonna ask her for her vaccine passport, even though that's not legal, but she's terrified that they're not gonna let her in to see her loved one unless she has evidence that she's had the jab, because that's what they're gonna do is, is you know, create a two-tiered society. You might as well just put a yellow star on your arm and start to speak German. It's crazy, it's crazy. Yeah. Can, can a woman take the Peraria Marifica if she's already on the pharmaceutical hormones? And, and, and what you do in those cases, as you are building up your level of the Peraria Marifica, let's say for a month, you should be cutting down on the other at the same time so that you have this thing going on so that eventually you're just on the herb because generally you don't need both. And then in, in your book, Dodging Energy Vampires, which I suggest everybody read or listen to the audio version if you haven't, because it's, it's like a, an amazing Bible for anybody who's an empath. Um, you're talking about like how women complain of a muffin top around their middles, even though they haven't gained any weight. How is that related to both being an empath and also the menopause process? It is related to the fact that uh, body fat actually produces a type of estrogen called estrone. So as the ovary is decreasing its estrogen production, the body is wanting to make balance. So you sometimes get this 
roll of fat. Now that doesn't need to stay there, uh, no. but the body tends to put on some more fat to produce estrogen. And mm -hmm. at the same time, many women, when they reach 40, 42, 43, 44, they are not exercising like they used to. I mean, you know, right. let's talk about the ones that played soccer in college, right? They're not out there doing it. So you, you absolutely have to make sure that your body comes first and that you are doing weight training, aerobics, Pilates, all the stuff that happens like urinary incontinence, all of this stuff is not inevitable, but you have to keep this instrument toned. In other words, you have been given, here's the way I say it. You've been given 40 years to get it right. And your body was very forgiving. You could diet and get into the little black dress by the weekend. Not anymore. The body says, okay, we're done with that. We're done. Many women find that they've been drinking two glasses of wine, three glasses of wine every night. That puts on weight. That will increase your risk of breast cancer dramatically. Right. So, yeah. So that's something that is so common among women, because first of all, it's, it tends to be high in sugar. But second of all, the alcohol interacts with the cytochrome P450 system in the liver and it competes with estrogen for spots to be metabolized. And mm -hmm. so the alcohol will raise estrogen levels to an right. abnormal level. So what you want to do, people can get into the best shape of their lives after menopause, but they're going to have to work harder on it. They yes. will have to work harder on it, but there's no, the muffin top doesn't need to be there. You're going to have to do some things possibly intermittent fasting, uh, possibly a ketogenic diet. You can do that uh, with an alkaline diet, uh, you know, with a lot of greens, uh, with some baking soda, you know, for more alkalinity, alkaline water, that kind yeah. of thing. There's a million ways to do it, but just understand that chances are very good. You will not be able to grab a bagel in the morning with coffee and that's your breakfast. It's just, it's not going to work. You've got to keep your blood sugar way more focused. And the number one, I mean, there's so many reasons to do that. Uh, mm -hmm. Cellular inflammation is the root cause of all chronic diseases. And it is the root cause of you catching COVID. Mm -hmm. So if you, if your diet keeps your blood sugar nice and low, if your vitamin D levels are high, if you're not you know, dealing with all these carbohydrates that are simple sugars in the blood, you're going to be a whole lot healthier. And then mm -hmm. you will find, oh, and see many, many times, the reason you're getting that muffin top is that if I were to do a cross section of your thigh, let's say, mm -hmm. uh, when you were, let's say 21, in that thigh, there would be a lot more muscle. Mm -hmm. But then when you are 42, you might have the same measurement on the thigh, but instead of most of it being muscle, most of it would be fat. Right. So you so you have to exchange the per volume. You got to get the fat out and build the muscle up. You know, my mother had uh, breast cancer in 2011. Actually, we spoke about it when I was on your show, on the Flourish show. She's doing so much better now, and she uh, stopped drinking. And she is now literally in the best shape of her life. She became a marathon runner. Yes. And she, yes. Like, 
she was doing all these, I think she's done like 16 destination marathons. We got to run the Loch Ness Marathon with her a few years ago. So fun. That's great. Um, and she literally said, she's like, I stopped drinking and I stopped going to Whole Foods and eating muffins every morning and scones. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's like you have to kind of tweak things. And personally, I stopped drinking. I'm a year sober as of this May 3rd. And I feel so much better having cut that out. It just, you're right. It's so much um, empty calories and sugar. And um, yeah, I've just been sort of flooding my body with superfoods. And in the evening, I put tart cherry juice in a wine glass, and that makes me feel like I'm drinking red wine. And it's oh, that's it's, nice. And, and it's loaded with antioxidants. Yes. yes. And yeah. So that's that's been helpful. And then you were talking about you know urinary incontinence. It doesn't have to be a reality for women. And that makes me think of Montauk Chia's work for females with the jade egg. And I've seen you speak about that on TV. Um, yeah. Does he have a program for women or does his wife do it? I believe, well, he's got a center in Thailand and I'm not sure if it's him or his wife, but I've mm -hmm. seen him speak about it and write a book about it, maybe in, in collaboration with his wife. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know that there, you know, there is a, a book for women that, that they yes. have done, which is great. Mm -hmm. I think it's called the multi-orgasmic woman. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, and there's also the multi-orgasmic couple, which is a really good book. And for the men listening, the multi-orgasmic man is a really good book by Montauk Chia and it kind of yeah. teaches you how to separate orgasm from ejaculation. And if you're interested in studying with me, I've created a program based on Montauk Chia's work. That's, it's really great because then I can show you step-by-step step how to become uh, multi-orgasmic. Because I found I learned the best when studying with Montauk and some of his senior teachers, because I was like, oh, that's actually how you do it. Like I'm a very visual learner. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's really good. And here's what I would say for all the women who are in perimenopause, you're upgrading all the things in your life, including your relationships. This is a very good time for the man in your life to learn this because we know from listening to Manchak that uh, every ejaculation will leak your life force and it doesn't, you do not need to decrease the amount of pleasure. You'll get more pleasure um, by understanding how to work with the microcosmic orbit and all the rest of it. So oh, yeah. this is a great thing that couples can do together, but it's, I'll tell you when it's not going to work and it's going to vet this out quick. And that is if sex is just used to like having a glass of wine, like just blowing off steam. And so you've got to really cultivate this relationship. Yeah. And you told me in 2018, when you were on the show, you said something about, you know, self-cultivation and um, it's like, it's like oven, it's like muffins baking in the oven, another muffin analogy, but this is more of a positive one. Um, and how, like, if you keep opening the oven door to check, they're not going to rise properly. <laughs> That hit my psyche and it wasn't, I'll be honest, it wasn't until about a year later that I put that into practice. I deleted all my dating apps. I stopped, you know, screwing around and I just focused on cultivating myself. Like Montauk Chia calls it solo cultivation. It's not masturbation, it's solo cultivation. Yes, I love that, yes. So thank you for planting that seed because that's been so helpful. And I literally, I've been pretty much celibate the last year apart from a little tantra group that I have where we do sort of consensual tantric exploration, three guys and three girls, and we feed each other, you know, uh, chocolate covered strawberries and things like that. It's very lovely. Uh, but, but it actually, I feel the most erotically charged and satisfied than I ever have. And I haven't had any sex. Right. Right. And we want people to know that's available. And so until we have 
all the new dating apps set up and all that for the golden DNA people, everybody <laughs> better learn this practice. And besides, if you do, you're way better off. You're a way better off partner. You're just way better. Yes. Yeah. And that segues into my next question. You say that it is women in their 60s and beyond who are having the best sex of their lives. So many women have vaginal dryness, though. How can this be true? Well, it's amazing that when you are with the right person, you'd be amazed at how well lubrication comes back. But here's what you need to do. And it's one of the reasons why I uh, created this vaginal gel with Peraria morifica, because somehow it turns on the mucosa so it stays on, like you don't need to use it forever. Yes. Uh, but it, it thickens the mucosa because yes, a lot of women, here's what's happening. They are removing the energy from the pelvis so that they can cultivate their heart and all the rest of it. But sooner or later, they're going to have to go back to make sure that the root and the second chakra are in there. Many women, women what they do is, okay, good. That part of my life is over. I'm going to live from here up. I'm going to live from my neck up or maybe, you know, from my heart up, but they it's like they jettison the um, booster rocket that got them to where they're going. So you, you cannot do that and remain healthy. So what you do is that solo cultivation using the, the jade egg, all of that practice will bring back the moisture. It's literally, you're just bringing energy and chi into the area. If you need a little help, you add the Prairie Marifica um, cream, and then you can get that back, no problem. It's literally, um, I think that dryness is a transient thing for most women. It becomes permanent if they are no longer paying attention to the lower half of their body. Thank you for bringing that up. Because yeah. a lot of spiritual traditions and Buddhist monks, for example, oh. they don't ever focus below the belly button. And we know from your book, Dodging Energy Vampires, that they have super high rates of diabetes because I feel like they're literally sugarcoating many of their primal emotions like rage and that sexual urge. They're just damping it down. They sure are. And it becomes sugarcoated with beta endorphin and boop, blood sugar goes off the map. Yeah. So we, we don't want to do that. I've got... Um, I've got to go here pretty no soon. So one more question. Okay. Um, Dr. Zach Bush uh, says viruses like HIV and Corona are what he calls genomic updates or viromic updates to the system. Whereas I've had Dr. Andrew Kaufman on the show and he reiterates that no virus has ever been isolated and they are not exogenous. They're endogenous. They're exosomes. What is your take? I'm with Andrew Kaufman on this. Absolutely. He's on a, a Tuesday brain mastermind with me, uh, him oh. and also uh, Dr. Cowan. And so they talk about this. And that's why we say to people, I mean, you know, let's be honest, Fauci killed hundreds of thousands of people with the same HIV crap that he's now doing with coronavirus. Mm -hmm. It's the same approach. They never isolated HIV. And now, uh, you know, this PrEP stuff that they're giving to gay men is deadly. 
and expensive. It's what, $30 a week or a day or something? It's ridiculous. I heard it's $3,000 a month and the government pays for it for gay men. No. And they want all gay men on it, whether you're testing positive or negative with the fake test. So it's very crazy. It's, it's very expensive for taxpayers. Uh, that's, that's just not, well, you know, they want you all on it. So there, it must have a kill switch involved. It must. I mean, well, now I'm getting ads on Facebook popping up saying, have you been injured by Truvada? You may be entitled to compensation. So they're targeting gay men on Facebook to team up with lawyers to sue. It's crazy. It's crazy. It, it, well, that's, it's all the same people. So I'm, I'm with Andrew Kaufman. Here's where we're, we're moving. We're moving into the era of regenerative agriculture mm -hmm. and regenerative medicine and the terrain theory will become the law of medicine. It's the old Louis Pasteur versus Antoine Beauchamp yes. argument. And, you know, on his deathbed, Pasteur said Beauchamp was right. It is the terrain. It's the environment. It's not the germ. And we need to get beyond now the germ theory of disease. And by the way, uh, you've probably seen this historical documents that during the great uh, flu pandemic of 1918, it was only people who'd been vaccinated who died. They yes. had, you know, vast vaccination things and the people who wore masks were dying of pneumonia. Yes. Everything so old is new again. <laughs> Yes. So Bantam, your publisher who went batshit on you when you interviewed gay men who'd healed themselves from the so-called HIV AIDS, they wouldn't let you put it in. I was reading your most recent addiction. It's still not in there. It's still that germ theory approach. Like if you ever were to release another edition of Women's Bodies, Women's Wisdom, would you have to like release, release it to a different publisher? Yes. Yes, I would. Because just recently, just before this came out, The Wisdom of Menopause, they asked me to take out the Jim Humble portion on MMS, which is, really? uh, yeah, yeah, please take that out. And that has helped millions of people oh, yeah. recover from I've, I've been using it since you told me about it. It's been great. That's right. And it's incredibly cheap. It's incredibly effective. And uh, Bob the plumber has gone all over the world uh, healing malaria with this stuff. So it's one of the best kept secrets on the planet and people need to know about it. So she, my editor sends me a thing and she says, could you please remove this? Honest to God, we've already been through the book four times. Again, they vetted this out more than they've done with any other edition. You could just tell they didn't really want to be associated with me now. Um, and uh, she said, and then she includes a New York Times article on Jim Humble you know, again, doing a character assassination. And I, okay. and I wrote back and I said, no, no, I won't, I won't be removing this. Uh, my brother-in-law is alive because of it after 200 days of IV antibiotics. This is very important. And one of the things you'll notice, I said, is that when uh, Big Pharma doesn't like the message, they do a character assassination on the messenger. And I said, and I am currently exhibit A, leave it in. I didn't Thank hear you. a word. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I really, I, me and so many others really appreciate you. Um, thank you for being on the front lines. Thank you for being our general, Dr. Northrup. And we will sign out. <laughs> Very good. Okay, thanks, Will. It's been a pleasure.
Thanks again to Dr. Northrup for being on the show, for all of your wisdom, and thanks everybody for tuning in. Again, don't miss Northrup's cutting-edge information. Join her worldwide community on www.drnorthrup.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Telegram at Dr. Christiane Northrup. I'll leave you with a cover of the Rolling Stones classic, Wild Horses. And if you'd like to check out my music, you can head on to iTunes or Spotify or wherever you like to get your music from and just type in Will Blunderfield. Thank you so much. me mm-hmm.